0: Well, this man is a great friend of the program. He's been on uh, a number of times. We love his input. 12 test matches for Australia, 38 ODIs. And, of course, on the back of the talk topic with Julian King on Friday with, you know, famous sports people in ads, not one to his ad, not two to his ads, but also the third ad, the uh, often forgotten but shouldn't be overlooked Bottle Mart ads, which was – at halftime of the footy on a Friday night, who bottle marted? Was that you, Sterler, who I'm talking about, Mike Whitney? He's on the line. G'day, Whit. Oh,
1: Jimmy Smith. I'd almost forgotten about that ad. Thank
0: you. <laughs> <laughs> so we all know you hitting hitting Joel beautifully through the covers for three and then dancing your way through the streets of Sydney with the Toohey's ads. But what yeah. what about the bottle mart ads from the 1990s in the at halftime of the Friday night footy? Mate's.
1: Uh, John Singleton's agency rang me up and said, would you do these ads? And I went, no, no way. I'm not going to say you're bottle marted. <laughs> and I got this phone call and said, Mr. Singleton wants to see you in his office. So I went over and saw how He went, how much money do you want? And I think I said like 20 grand, which was so much money in those days and he wrote a cheque out and handed it to me. <laughs> <laughs>
0: so I did the gig. <laughs> <laughs> and you were actually asking in the good old Sterlo the checkbook. Yeah. You're asking Sterlo, yeah, you're Sterlo
1: weren't you? Yeah, Sterlo, Fatty. Yeah, gave them all a bit of a, a
0: rant on the, the Friday Night Football. Well, <laughs> well, mate, as as the great Kerry Packer used to say, everyone has their price. So uh, we now know oh, yours from the 1990s, Wits. So. Oh, mate, that was a deposit on a unit
1: back in them days. It, it was. You're right, mate. 20 grand was so much money back in the. I reckon that was sort of late, might have been late 80s, something like that. It was a lot of money, mate. Yeah, totally. I couldn't great. believe it. I just blurted out this number and he went, okay.
0: <laughs> and then at that point, you're sitting there thinking, oh, I wish I asked for more. But anyway. yeah,
1: could have asked for another five grand.
0: <laughs> uh, very good. Hey, uh- The Aussies, mate, let's go straight over to the ICC World Cup. They're into the semi-final on Thursday against South Africa. They started shakily. They've won seven straight dominant performance against Bangladesh over the course of the weekend. What have you made of the Aussies' build-up throughout this tournament?
1: It's been a standard World Cup build-up almost for us. We always play like this, lose one or two games early uh, and then sort of rebuild and restructure. And I think we're in a pretty good place. I mean, our batting's really healthy. We've made some very big scores. I mean, like some of the innings. Mitchell Marsh the other night. Steve yeah. Smith again was good. David Warner was great. He's in a really good purple patch, David Warner. But I can't not mention Glenn Maxwell's oh. innings. <laughs> oh, mate. Have I you... went to bed. I've yeah. got to be honest. I went to bed at 7 for 90, I think we were, or 7 for yes. 91. I thought, we're gone, mate. Like, wow. And all credit to Afghanistan. I mean, you know, happy days.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: And then I had a look at my phone at about six in the morning and I thought I was actually dreaming looking at the phone. And then I went out and had a look at the replay. I don't think I'll ever see anything like that again in my life to do that. Able (laughs) body would have been unbelievable to do it on one leg, yeah. And some of the shots he played can anybody else play those sort of shots? I mean, it was just unbelievable, amazing. It was something you'd hear about Bradman played like that in a test match, you know, and that was the level of it. It was just. I've never, people are saying, I've never seen anything like it. Well, no, you haven't. <laughs> and you probably never will again. It was just insane. So, look, to get back to the team, if we're all functioning and we seem to be, at the moment, with our top order, we're good. It's the bowling, you know. we've. It's funny to see Paddy Cummins going for 10 and over. And, yeah. You know, the quicks haven't been, you know, Mitchell Stark's been good and. Good and then a bit loose in some games. Big Josh Hoselwood, you can always rely on him. Adam Zampa, fantastic. Um, Was a bit loose a few games ago, but, look, genuine wicket-taker. And when Zams is on, he's a world-class league spinner. Has played a lot of cricket at that level now, knows exactly. So he's a game-winner for us. Stoinis, kick in, if he's in the side, very handy cricketer. So, yeah, we're looking strong. But, look, you know, South Africa's... (laughs) They've had a pretty good tournament too, and their batting has been outrageous. Every single one of their batters in their top six has made runs and some of the innings. Clarkson's 100, uh, you know, four or five games ago was extraordinary. Decoq's been outrageous. Markram's been very good. Van Der very good. bavuma has been good. They've been good. So it's going to be, can our bowlers restrict them? Because I think we can get the runs if they don't Mm. make a huge, huge score.
0: Just on Glenn Maxwell's innings, and then it 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 erupted with the debate. He's played seven Test matches, none of them in Australia, is, and he's thirty five years of age, and so he's probably not going to play any more Test matches. with do you look at, at at with his skill level and and ability, and go, well, that's a undervalued or underutilized talent, or do we just recognise, you know what, Glenn's really suited to white ball cricket, and let's leave it at that.
1: No, I, I'm I've been a Glenn Maxwell fan. <laughs> From day one, I thought there was always something very special about him. I can't believe that we haven't seen more of him in Australian colours in all levels of the game for a long time. I mean, the guy's an extraordinary talent, unbelievable in the field. He's one of the best fielders in world cricket, in the air, and off the ground. Extraordinary. And as far as his bowling concerned, well, you know, he chips in for wickets, he can keep it tight. He's not the worst offie that's going around world cricket either, so has a package, he's pretty good, and he's a match winner. Yeah. He can just turn, flick a switch and turn that on. Adam Gilchrist used to do that in, in, in his way, playing test cricket. And we used to say about Gilly, wow, how unbelievable is this guy's coming in at six or seven. We're in a bit of trouble, absorb the pressure, and then return the pressure on them. And if he was still in an hour after that, the opposition's in trouble because Gilly's pumping him around the ground. Glenn Maxwell can do that at every level of the game i mean that innings the other night mate. you'll never see anything like that again no although we say that and then in 10 years time something else might happen but that's one for the ages that i just could not believe what i was watching when i was at 6 a.m in the morning i got up and watched the replay because i couldn't believe what i'd seen on my phone yeah and then i couldn't go back to bed man i was that pumped up i I must have said 20 times, oh, no, Maxi, come <laughs> on, man. Just amazing. On one leg. Yeah. On one leg. <laughs> he couldn't hardly walk off.
0: Uh, <laughs> so, all right, so Maxi's there for you, but who, who is it in this Australian best lineup now for this South, uh, South African semi-final? Is it Marnus or is it Marcus?
1: Well, I think Marnus has got to play. Steve Smith is so hungry to make a big score as well. So, yeah, the delicate lineup at that top order has to be correct. Mm. But I'd be picking Marnus Lovashane. I mean, Marnus is a fantastic cricketer and that's no disrespect to Marcus Stoinis. I mean, anybody could play in that side at the moment and there might be a few guys that are a bit short of a gallop, but we'd put a
0: strong side out with a multiple mix of players. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's going to be fascinating. India up against Shria, uh, New Zealand in the in the earlier uh, semi final. Um, how do you see that one? It it feels like the only thing that might stop India with is the enormous pressure they get from their home fans.
1: Well, I mean that's got to play a part. It must be insane for those guys walking out yeah. in any of these games into full houses. The expectation. On them anyway. Don't worry about being a World Cup. The expectation from their home crowd and from India anyway, anywhere they play, anywhere where they're on tour, is enormous. The expectation for them to win this, and they've done it before, Donnie won it. Um, Yeah. The expectation back then was just enormous, enormous. Uh, I can't imagine the pressure they're under, but wow. How functioning is their batting lineup? How amazing has their bowling been? And, you know, the quicks have been amazing. But again, Jadeja, he's one of the most underrated players in the world. I mean, this guy is just, just world class bowling, batting, and fielding. He comes on and, and, you know, bowls his spinners. He knows the pace to bowl. He's got his field right. Um, Kul Dip Yadav, fantastic spin bowler as well. I mean, they've just got such a hot side, but their quicks. Omurah, Shiraz and Shami. I mean, the scene presentation, the length has just been impeccable. And this is it. You want to win a World Cup. It's 50 overs of who's going to score the most runs. So that means you need to keep your opposition down to as little runs as what you can. And they are experts at it in their home country, on their home grounds. Yeah. They're going to be really difficult to beat. But again, this is a 50 over game, and anything can happen. And the Kiwis are great fighters, and they've they're functioned pretty well to be in the semis. Mm. There's probably a couple of games they lost that they were disappointed in. But if their batting lineup, and they've unearthed this Ratchin Ravindra, who's just been amazing, but they've got a very, very dangerous batting lineup. And if their quicks are good, Saudi's back in the lineup now after missing early parts of the World Cup. Um, if their quicks are on fire, yeah, you just never know that you'd have to be putting your money on India, I think.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's a great summation. It, it is. It's a fascinating lineup for the semi-finals. There's no doubt about that. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, any one of these sides could win. And when you add what you said, Jimmy, about the pressure
1: that India will be under in this first semi semi-final, oh, man, it'll just be the amount of people, the noise in that yeah. arena will be... Unbelievable! So yeah, it'll be a great game. The semi-finals will be well. You're fighting for survival, man. This is this is what you play to do. And when you get here, you don't want to lose this game because you want to be at the big dance. So it's desperation stakes, and the cricket will be desperate, and it should be fantastic.
0: I've got to ask you about your New South Wales Blues. I know you're a very, very proud. Blue Bagger, uh, what do you say, the best state, province or county anywhere in the world. Um, huge success. In the history of cricket. In yeah. the history of cricket. So huge success in their history, not recent history. Uh, they finally won a shield game after 15 attempts. What's your take on what's going on at the the Baggy Blues, Wit? Yeah,
1: look, as that unfolded over the last sort of couple of seasons that the boys weren't winning, um, and, and when you, it doesn't matter what sport you're playing, Jimmy, you know this, uh, even in rugby league, mate, if you, if you start losing consistently, you sort of learn how to lose. Yeah. And you sort of forget how to win. And I think the boys just sort of drifted and lost a little bit of motivation. Um, so they changed a few things. I mean, Jeff Lawson is a selector now. Uh, Stuart Clark's a selector now. Uh, the coaching structure's been changed. And we had a chance in the first couple of games that didn't play really well. But at the SCG, I mean that's our spiritual home, Yep. At, that dressing room is the dressing room of the New South Wales cricket team. When other teams change in there, we lend it in to them to change. That's our dressing room. Yeah. So we don't want to be going there and playing and losing games. So to win against Western Australia the other day by 10 wickets is a comprehensive victory. And the boys have got to take a lot out of that game and remember how to win and how to play at that level. Yeah. So it's only one win, but a win is a win. And let's hope that's turned a bit of mentality, uh, a bit of hunger. you are got to be hungry and want to play at that level. And it's a very high level of cricket to play. Yeah. So yeah. I'm not saying that the boys weren't hungry, but maybe the hunger was just in a different area, you know? And, and it it's, needs to be consolidated and get together, yeah.
0: It's funny. Whit, the young guy comes in, Ollie Davies, You know, uh, unburdened by that recent well, lack of success. revelation for yeah. him. He
1: needed to get 150, and he did.
0: Yeah. Yeah, which is fantastic. I hey,
1: said to him at the Steve War medal, actually, oh yeah. you need to get 150. And he said, oh, that'd be good. I went, no, no, no. You need to get 150, like 30s and 40s and the odd 50. Not going to cut it. Mate, he, he went in under pressure in that game. He had to last out the back end of that day, and I watched a bit of that, and the bowling was pretty hostile, and he hung in there, and then the next day he went on and made 150. So he knows now what it's like to absorb pressure, to take a bit of pressure, and then return the pressure onto the opposition team. He did that with Moses in that game, and it won us the game. Yeah. The trouble with Ollie now is they're going to expect that from him all the time. So he, this is his chance to really step up, and he's got the potential and the ability to do that Ollie Davies, that was a very big innings in his cricket life.
0: Yeah, well said, Witt, uh, well said. Uh, mate, I can hear the passion for the Blues. It's always there. So, uh, mate, I know you... will never not die. I'm a blue bag, Jimmy. <laughs> now, I know you've got a, a very important appointment this afternoon, so I'm going to let you get to that. Can you disclose to the listeners what that is?
1: Yes, I'm at the Coast Golf Club where I'm a member and uh, just playing a around with a, a, about... Uh, eight of my seven of my mates so there'll be two groups of four and it's basically playing for who buys the drinks after the round Jimmy nothing too important <laughs> that's about it oh, a bit no. of lazy Ambrose I yeah. think on, a, on a, uh, an afternoon Monday Arvo out at Little Bay beautiful
0: and no doubt everyone will be asking who bottle marted Wit, and it won't be you <laughs> mate. It, it will not be I don't you I that memory
1: anymore, I <laughs> that. Nah, all good fun mate <laughs> uh,
0: as always Wit. great to spend some time with you mate enjoy
1: Pleasure, Jimmy. Thanks, mate. Talk to you soon, brother.